Okay, you're welcome again. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the prayer experience. It is the last Monday of the year 2020. For a lot of us, that's good news. For some of the people, well, it's with mixed emotion. But the good thing is our God has been faithful. Our God has been wonderful. And we thank him, particularly on the prayer experience. We want to thank God for the amazing team that God has given us. Um, so, so blessed to have Paul with me yesterday. What an incredible job Paul did leading us in prayer. I want to say many thanks as well to Paul uh, for his work behind the scene. Also want to thank Jane, uh, Miss Consistent. She's always been there, you know, supporting whether on the screen or in the background. What more will I say about the maybe? And uh, the rest of all of us who have been faithful throughout 2020, those of you who are always there from Pakistan, from India, Bangladesh, from South Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, we once had somebody from Brazil and they dropped off. I hope they'll be able to get back on. We have from Uganda, uh, southern part of Africa. We have from Canada. We have good friends from Canada, I must say that, and uh, the United States. We even have some family members who come online from the United States. We're so grateful. Ireland, uh, we must not forget Ireland. We had some brethren from Scotland yesterday, and we're so grateful to all of our northern uh, brothers and sisters. Uh, even though you did not let us come over to Scotland for Christmas, but we're still happy with you guys anyway. Anyway, welcome, welcome to the prayer experience. Great to have all of you here today, and we're going to have a wonderful time of praying together. Remember to connect with us, connect with us, uh, leave a comment, leave a prayer. Um, whatever God is saying to your heart, you wanna share that, put that on the comments page and we will be glad to follow along what the Lord is saying to you. Also, don't forget, you can leave your prayer request if it's important. Uh, we will stand together with you in prayer. That's what we do on the prayer experience okay now what we're going to do we're going to give glory to god and we're going to give thanks before we begin to pray um and our scripture is exodus 15 verse 11 exodus chapter 15 verse 11 it says our lord no other gods compare with you it says majestic and holy fearsome and glorious miracle worker that's god 
That's the God we serve. He is fearsome. He is majestic. He is holy. There is none like him. And I just want us to use the scripture today as we approach God in thanksgiving. You are here and I'm here on this part of the earth. It just shows that we, God has been faithful to us. God has been good to us. God has been kind to us. And we thank him for his faithfulness. I want us right now, let's bless the Lord. Let's give him glory that is due his name. Amen. Thank you, Father. All together, all of us, we just want to say thank you, Lord. We want to worship you for your preservation, for your protection, for your prov provision. Yes, for your sheltering over our lives, for your covering over our lives, for your goodness over our lives. We want to say thank you. What a great God that we serve. Hallelujah to your name. Hallelujah to your glorious name. The Bible says that no other gods compare with you, that you are majestic, that you are holy, that you are fearsome, and you are glorious. You are a miracle worker. And it's only by your miracle working power that we are here today. All of my brethren, all of our gathering warriors, all of our lovers of God, whether in Pakistan, in Iran, whether in Nigeria or United Kingdom, it's only by your grace that we are still here standing in a year that has been unprecedented, in a year that has been challenging and difficult. But yet we've seen your hand, yet we've seen your glory, yet we've seen your power, We've seen your majesty at work. Thank you, Father. We do not take anything you're doing for granted. We do not take it at all for granted. And we thank you. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I'll tell you something. I gave uh, some of our team members a challenge yesterday. I said, let the rest of this year be a day of singing and thanksgiving and praise. Mark out every day this year and say, I'm gonna, for the rest of 2020, I'm gonna praise God. I'm gonna wake up with thanksgiving in my heart and I'm just gonna celebrate my God. Let's do that. Let's finish 2020 on a high, the high of praise, the high of thanksgiving, okay? And the more we do that, we're paving the way for a greater 2021. God is out to do amazing stuff next year, but only if we learn to appreciate what he's done in 2020. Okay, let's continue. The inspired word now, and we want to look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 36. This scripture came into my heart today as I was preparing, and it's about Jesus Christ. I think we must have looked at this scripture a few times this year, and it's it's one of the reasons, it's the catalyst, one of the catalysts for which we do what we do on prayer experience. And I'll explain that to you in a minute. He said, when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. When Jesus, in verse 35, he told us that he went about healing, he was doing miracles, he was casting out devils, he was doing all kinds of things. And then suddenly in the middle of this one man evangelistic power 
crusade that Jesus was on. He went, if you look at verse 35, it says he went from town to village to city. He was just going everywhere. But then he realized, wow, the more he was preaching, the more he was healing, the more he was setting people free, the more people that were still left to be touched. And Jesus looked around himself and he saw a crowd that was yet to be healed. He saw crowds that were yet to be delivered. He saw crowds that were yet to be, to be set free. And he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like a sheep without shepherd. You know, Jesus Christ in his physical body was limited in what he could do. And, and, and no wonder he, he, he said, pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into the harvest because we need more people. We need more people. The heartbeat of the father still hasn't changed. The heartbeat of the father is people. God wants people set free. God wants people delivered. God, want, God wants people healed. God wants people to find joy and restoration. People remain the heartbeat of the Father. I know in leadership circles, we talk about leadership and vision and all of those things. Forget all that. The heartbeat of the Father is people. God wants to touch his people. God wants to make life better for his people. Every man, when we talk about his people, we're talking about every man on planet Earth. Every man created by God. I believe God is Elohim. I believe he created every one of us. Okay. And he created every man, every woman, irrespective of race, social background, class. God created everyone. And I tell you, God's heart still beats when it thinks about the people that he created. Come to think of it. It's because of these people he sent his one and only son, Jesus, to die. And I want us to have a moment of reflection and begin to pray for ourselves and say, God, help me to always maintain a heart of compassion for God's people, irrespective of race, class, social background, uh, economic background, educational background. We, 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 we want to live our lives every day with a heartbeat of the Father within us. The same thing that makes God's heart yearn and long to touch humanity, that the same thing will be in our heart, to see the homeless uh, set free, to see people who are down the alley of destruction, delivered and completely made whole, to see sinners come to know Jesus, to see the sheep that is harassed with like, like sheep without a shepherd, to see them find refuge again and protection again, that our heart as we go into 2021 will be a love for the people of God in our nation, for those of you in Pakistan, for those of you in Bangladesh, for those of you in Nigeria, for those of you across Africa, that our heart will be the same in the United Kingdom, in France, in Italy, in Wales. Our heart will be the same to see the love of God 
touch the lives of men and women in our communities, in our families, in our homes. Yes, Lord, we pray that, that we will never lose touch with the heart of the Father. We will never have a disconnect from the heart of the Father. We wish to see lives changed and lives transformed, revolutionized by your power, by your grace, by your glory, to see a transformation from one man to another woman, from one young person to another young person in the name of Jesus. Give us that heart of compassion. Give us that heart that loves. Give us that heart that seeks to do the will of the Father. Thank you, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's going to lead us into our first prayer point for today. Wherever you are, I want you to join me in prayer. Whether you are out and about or you're indoor, join me to pray. And as we look at the scriptures and pray, please pray along with us. And the first thing we're going to pray is that God will have mercy upon his people on the earth. You know, I was looking at the news today and looking at the despondency from one nation to another nation. There's so much despondency. People are talking about a new viral strain now. And, and part, part of it's been found in South Korea. And, you know, the whole world is jittery. We've not been able to manage this other strain. And now there's a new strain. How are we going to deal with that? And then they found another strain in, in South Africa that is different from the strain in England. And all of this is overwhelming for a lot of people. There's so many people living in hopelessness. So many people right now who are living in fear and despondency. And we're going to cry out to the Lord and say, God, have mercy upon your people. Have mercy upon your people, whether it's in South Africa. You know, South Africa just crossed the one million uh, mark number of people who've been infected with COVID. Um, and, and that's the first in an African nation. I, I want us to just pray and say, God, have mercy. Look at that scripture in Ezekiel 34 and verse 5. It says, they were scattered for lack of a shepherd. And when they were scattered, they became food for all the wild beasts. It almost seems like humanity is a prey, prey to one disease, prey to one situation, economic situation, physical chaos, all kinds of things. But God have mercy and he can deliver and he can set free. Let's pray that right now, wherever you are, pray with me. Father, we wanna ask for your mercy from the United Kingdom, to Canada, to the United States, we ask for your mercy. Mercy for humanity, mercy for humanity in the name of Jesus. We plead mercy. <laughs> mercy is your willingness to do good, your willingness. We, we wanna provoke by faith, we wanna stir up by faith, that, that willingness within the heart of the Father to do good, irrespective of humanity's disobedience, humanity's wickedness, humanity's lack of faith, and, and people across the world walking in selfishness, selfishness. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will 
have mercy. Let your mercy override judgment. Yes, yes. Let your mercy, Lord, let it override judgment. Where there is need for judgment, Lord, have mercy. Remember the, the precious, precious blood of Jesus that was shed on our behalf 2,000 years ago. That, that blood is speaking better things than the blood of Abel. That blood is speaking mercy over Iran, mercy over uh, China, mercy over Hong Kong, mercy over Africa, mercy over Europe, mercy over the United Kingdom, mercy over Scotland and Wales, mercy over the United States. That blood is speaking mercy. And we echo what the blood is speaking, oh God. The, the leaders of the world have come to the end of themselves. The scientists have come to the end of themselves. Uh, they, might, they, might, they might want to pretend that they know what they're doing. But God, it's your mercy that we need. Have mercy, oh God, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And I want us to pray, you know. I, I'm, I always know this. I always know this. Irrespective of what we pray, the biggest miracle we need is people repenting and turning to the Lord. You know, he says, if my people who are called by my name will turn to me, turn away from their sins, repent. God says, I know what I will do. If they repent, I know what I will do. And you know, that scripture in Acts chapter 3 Verse 19, he says, Now repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins might be wiped away. The, the, the foundation, the foundation of, of the situation we have on planet Earth, we all know that, is sin. That's the foundation. And, and that, that's thousands, thousands of years ago. The earth received the curse because man sinned. Mankind sinned. So the earth received the curse. And, and that's why we have all the bloodshed, all the, the warfare, all the destruction. And, and, and the more people turn to the Lord, then the more light shines. The more the darkness gives way to light across the nations of the earth. And so there's no hiding away from the truth that is repentance that begins the work of the restoration of peace and healing and deliverance, whether it's in France, in Spain, in Germany, in Belgium, it doesn't matter which nation, it's repentance. Men and women need to turn to the Lord and repent of their sins. We got to do that. And you know, let's pray. Pray for your nation, wherever you're watching from. Pray for your nation and pray and ask that the Lord will touch the hearts of men and women in your nation, especially in the developed world where we think we don't need God. We're self-sufficient in ourselves. But wow, what wretchedness of the state of our heart when, when we can't even look after ourselves and yet yeah, we boast we don't need God. Father God, we pray that, that repentance will be stirred up in our heart in the name of Jesus. We want to pray for men and women, old and young, 
across the nations of the world. Many of us know we need to turn our hearts to Jesus. Many have heard the gospel online, in church, in songs, in written form. One way or the other people have encountered the gospel. But we are praying that it will not just be the hearing of the gospel, but a response, a response to the gospel in repentance in the name of Jesus. And God, as we as we step into 2021, we want to see more of that. We want to see young people turn to the Lord. We want to see the older people turn to the Lord. We want to see men and women turn to the Lord. We want to see repentance in our homes, in our families, in our nations, on our streets. We want to see more and more more and more and more people turn to the Lord in the name of Jesus that this veil of darkness may be lifted more and more away from the earth we trust you oh God for that end time harvest we trust you oh God for that end time rulership of the kingdom of God that will see thousands and thousands more turn to you lord in the name of jesus father we thank you we give you glory we bless your name and we worship you in jesus name amen that is one prayer we're going to pray a lot more this week as we round up 2020 we want to see hearts turn to the lord I want us to pray for the church. We cannot but pray for the church, the body of Christ. And I want us to pray that in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of the lockdown, in the midst of the chaos, in the midst of all that is happening in the world, that our brothers and our sisters across the world we will learn to trust in God more than ever before. In Psalms 28 verse 7, look at what the scripture says. It says, the Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him. <laughs> my heart trusts in him. That's what we've got to do. And he helps me. When our heart trusts in God, God will help us. He said, my heart leaps for joy. And with my song, I praise him. Wouldn't it be wonderful if Christians across the globe will learn to just trust more and more in the Lord and lean not on our own understanding in all our ways to acknowledge him and he will direct our path. Just pray for the church, pray for pastors and leaders and pray that we will learn to trust more and more in the Lord. As all the, the systems of the world, as they are failing, there's one system that is not failing and that is God's kingdom. The system of the kingdom is not failing. In fact, the light is shining more in the time of darkness. Father, we pray for the church, the church in South Korea, the church in North Korea, the church in Japan, the church in the Middle East, the church in Europe, 
the church in Africa. We pray for leadership and people within the body of Christ. You will help us to trust in you more, that our hearts will cleave more to the Lord. The enemy might think, oh yeah, great time to wear out the church, great time to discourage the church, but he's in for a shocker because rather than be discouraged, the church will trust in God more and more and more and more in the name of Jesus. We pray that the church will get stronger by the day. You said in your word, I'm building my church and the gate of Hades will not prevail against it. That's our prayer in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Quickly, two prayer requests, uh, uh, prayer points before we go, sorry. I want us to pray for the Middle East. You know, yesterday I said we're going to pray for the Middle East. I want us to pray for the Middle East before we go. And then we'll also pray for the United Kingdom before we go, okay? So two prayer points. We're going to pray for the Middle East, and then we're going to pray for the United Kingdom. We'll continue to pray for the United Kingdom until the end of of the year and i want us to pray peace in the middle east um in mark chapter 4 verse 39 the bible says jesus awoke rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still peace be still and there was a great calm and i want us only god only god can bring peace anywhere on earth and and it's important that we keep praying the church we keep praying we strategically keep praying and and it's like spiritually and prophetically we keep our hands on that middle east because the lord is is going to be defined by what happens in the middle east and you know right in the middle east we're talking about countries like syria lebanon iraq iran uh, uh israel is there is bible already says pray for the peace of jerusalem and Jerusalem is in the Middle East. And, and then you talk about Egypt, Jordan, uh, Sudan, Libya, and all of them countries. You might not remember all of that, but just pray with me right now and say, God, in 2021, we pray for peace in the Middle East. Unnecessary bloodshed we avoid in the name of Jesus. Unnecessary bloodshed. Much more because of our brothers and sisters, good brothers and sisters, the persecuted church that is already thriving in the Middle East. The enemy, we want to stop that. We want to stop what God is doing through the underground church, through the persecuted church in places like Iran. The enemy, we want to stop that in Syria. But God, we want to stand with our brothers and sisters. We stand with the church in Israel. We stand with the church across the Middle East in the name of Jesus. The peace we hold until such a time when your spirit is taken away from planet Earth. But we ask that peace we hold, we'll continue to hold. We stand against unnecessary destruction of lives and property. We pray that peace, 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 will prevail in that region. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem in the name of Jesus. 
over Israel. We pray for your people according to the flesh, that Lord, you will continue to surround them. You'll continue to protect them. The enemy's agenda against them will not prevail in the mighty name of Jesus. Lead them and guide them by your spirit and by your power in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Quickly before we go, we're praying for the United Kingdom. And uh, in Psalm 78, 20, 78, verse 72, the Bible says, David was their shepherd according to the integrity of his heart, and he guided them by the skillfulness of his hands. Two things, integrity of the heart and skillfulness of his hands. United Kingdom needs two uh, categories of people. People who will lead with integrity of heart and people who will be skillful in leadership. You don't need rookies in leadership at a time like this. You don't need people who are learning the ropes in leadership now. We need experienced leadership. We need people who can lead us uh, the, the financial terrain, the political terrain, the social economic climate, the health situation with the, with the, with the pandemic. You need experienced hands in every aspect of leadership, whether it's in the health sector, in the, in the, in the economic sector, in the political climate. We're asking for that. But we also need people with integrity of heart, not with deception, not people who will come out and say one thing and they mean another thing in their heart. Let's pray for the United Kingdom and say, God, raise up and give us in this time, over the next four or five years, very crucial for the United Kingdom, leadership, skillful heart, uh, uh, skillful hands and integrity of heart. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we do pray for the United Kingdom. We pray for Scotland. We pray for Wales. We pray for Ireland. We pray for all of the British Isles at a time like this. Raise up leadership at all levels. Leadership at all levels. Even within the education sector, we need leadership at all levels that will lead with integrity of heart. Leadership that will lead with skillfulness of hands in the name of Jesus. That in picking leadership and putting people into leadership, there will be no bias in the name of Jesus. There will be no discrimination. People will, will come to the place of leadership because they deserve it not because of who they know. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus. Grant unto us, over the next four or five years, as a nation, grant unto us quality leadership, quality leadership. Raise up young men, young women, older men, older women, people with great giftings and skills to lead this nation into the place of prosperity and abundance and plenty. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Guess what? You can pray that prayer for your nation as well. And we will, we will try and put that prayer in application as we pray for the different nations of the world as we come to the end of 2020. I've run out of my time, but <laughs> tomorrow, again, prayer experience will be back. We want to thank those of you who have joined us from the various nations. We appreciate you very much. Remember to subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook channel. Uh, also, uh, we're live 
uh, um, on, I mean, you can get the, uh, uh, once, once the live feed is over, you can get the recorded version of the audio podcast on all the platforms, Android and, and Apple and all of that podcasting services. You can get the audio podcast uh, on, on all those uh, service providers. We're back again tomorrow at 2 p.m. Uh, join us to pray again. God bless you so much. Thank you. See the Lord higher.